I have a message for Antifa terrorists. Stay the hell out of Northwest Georgia. You won't burn our churches, loot our businesses, or destroy our homes. Well, you know, we've seen it time after time again where conservative Americans put their thoughts, their feelings, and their expressions and their beliefs on social media platforms like Facebook and Twitter, but yet our posts get deleted and we get censored. So when we watched Antifa uh, terrorize America, um, we saw riots, businesses burns, mm. burned, um, churches burned, you know, looted, everyday Americans, innocent Americans attacked by these by these criminals and these thugs in the streets night after night after night we started hearing rumors that antifa was going to be coming to our community and we have the right to defend ourselves what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things i have ever heard at no point in your rambling incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. And now live from Australia, from the palatial yet not overly ostentatious Bill Show Studios. It's time for the Bill Show Politics this week. And now, here are your hosts, Bill and Randy. Hello, Randy. Hello, Willie. How are you? I'm doing fine, my friend. Doing fine. Uh, yeah, we're both doing fine. Yeah, we are. Well, uh, hello from Australia, all of our friends out there. How you going? Yeah, hello, listener. Yeah, hello, listener. Hey, listen, uh, uh, we've we've been uh, kind of busy. We're we're in lockdown, Randy. We're just we're yeah, in lockdown. Yeah, we're just again. coming out of a five day snap lockdown. This was called within twenty four hours. Forty per, level four masks, no travel, uh, only four reasons you can leave the home. Yeah. And uh, Australians are kind of used to this now. Uh, yeah, we grumbled and grizzled, yeah. but we did it. And uh, we're, we had no more infections for a couple of days. So now we're, we can wake we up can again. We can go back. We can go back. And that's why, that's why Australia, I think, has had fewer than 1,000 deaths yep. out of 26 million people. Mm. Um, you know, about 15% of the United States, but we've only had 1,000 deaths. Yeah. It's because we jumped on it hard with both feet. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, and America is left with Trump's legacy, which is... Yeah, 450,000 deaths. 250,000 yeah. deaths. By the way, uh, FYI, mass murderer. Mass yeah. fucking murderer. Four, 450,000, and they reckon yeah. 40% of that, which is 200,000... Yeah is directly, this is in the Lancet magazine, so this has uh, been decided by doctors. Yeah. 40% of the deaths in America by COVID yeah. are directly attributable to President Trump. And, and he wasn't, uh, you know, I mean, he was just really, by the way, uh, they, they didn't vote to impeach him over lesser shit, which is just the death no. of four people when they've invaded the Capitol. Well, it's up to six now if you count the suicides of the guards. Oh, Christ. 
It just gets worse and worse. Uh, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, it has been a fantastically busy couple of weeks. Uh, to bring it up to speed, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for our news. Hey, Randy, you ready for the news? Yeah, bring on the band. Bring on bring the, the band. band. Yes, yeah. here it is. News theme, ladies and gentlemen, please. Here spare we go. No, spare, no, spare no expense. <laughs> Well, we had another refreshing couple of weeks with no tweets or whining from the executive branch. That's Why right. Why is that? That's because the executive branch is actually run by an executive now, rather than, wow. a, rather than a psycho two-year-old. Recently, a survey has shown that COVID and working at home real job realignment has allowed Americans to sleep in. A full 20% of the American workforce has been able to sleep in. Sure, some are coming to the end of a Netflix binge and have had the same underwear on for three months, but the simple fact that a mentally Ooh. challenged two-year-old isn't doing a stream of consciousness sociopathic rant about losing the presidency has been a sheer pleasure, Randy. Instead, we've had the vision of kind old Uncle Joe. He's been on television. Yeah. yeah, God knows. He's been on television covering his heart, saluting the flag, and looking meaningfully into our eyes for about a week, four weeks now, five weeks. Uh, the videos of Joe have been warm, comforting, and well-produced. It's as if you crossed Mr. Rogers with a cryogenically frozen 80-year-old Tom Hanks, a tub of vanilla yogurt, and an ad for life insurance. The TV yeah. equivalent of giving the country 12 Ambien and 600 million glasses of Chardonnay. And if you get a little tipsy, it's okay. Joe only drinks prune juice and Metamucil, so he'll be glad to drive you home. But, oh, stopping ageist. Yeah, Stop that is. But that's not to say that Joe hasn't been busy. He has vowed to pass a $1.7 trillion rescue package without Republican votes, because why would you want to vote to rescue the people that you stuck in a plague? And how many games of golf did he play? Yeah, over 200,000. But would the Republicans pass that? Of course not. Fuck them. <laughs> Amazing. After the Trump administration yeah. purposely lied about buying enough drugs so they could break the 400,000 dead record in America, evidently there was no COVID plan at all. It's as if Trump is running a death contest with the ghost of Stalin in his rec room at Mar-a-Lago. Big tote board. He wants to outdo that six million. But there certainly was more funny coming from the GOP this episode. Congresswoman mm. and white trash nut job and follow-up oh. act to Donald Trump, Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, she auditioned for a hosting job at Fox by bringing all the crazy, that's right, all the crazy, it all must go in one ready-made container. Yes, school shootings were staged. We should assassinate Nancy Pelosi. And California wildfires were caused by orbiting Jewish space lasers. I know. I know. Oh, God, she. And found they're they're controlled. They're controlled from a back room at Schwartz Deli. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, there are pedophilias <laughs> in the pizza fucking shops and shit. At this point, SAG and after comedy writers have announced their permanent retirement. <laughs> When the news is no, funnier, when the, yeah. when the news is funnier than SNL, we have to come to the we have come to the end times. They said, and the Lord God is actually Andy Kaufman sitting at the corner table, and the universe is a skanky LA comedy club that waters down the drinks. Yes, folks, 
We are God's stand-up comics, and like the real world, <laughs> we don't get paid. Speaking of comics that do get paid, newly elected yeah. chick, newly elected chicken fried tree stump and football coach Tommy Tuberville. I love saying that name, Tommy Tuberville. Yes, that's his fucking name, Tommy Tuberville. Tupperware. I, yeah, I, I think they're just making these names up. I'm waiting for the GOP to start making fake names for the moron meat puppets they elect from the South. I'd like to hear Mo from The Simpsons calling out, Senator Seymour Butts! Senator Seymour Butts! <laughs> Is there a Senator Seymour Butts here? Tuberville said he couldn't uh, condemn the racist and crazy launched by, uh, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene because... Bad weather had made it impossible for him to get the news. <laughs> Evidently, Tuberville's address is officially Thomas Tuberville, 32 The Lagoon Drive, Gilligan's Island, Virginia. <laughs> he is currently waiting for a coconut. He's currently waiting for a coconut cream pie and the professor to repair the radio. But the big story this month, Randy, big story this month is the acquittal of whiny Hitler. For sticking his sticking his soccer mom and granddad brown shirts on Mike Pence in the Capitol, today they spent their day today reenacting once more the trial scene from To Kill a Mockingbird, where a bunch of white bigots defend another bunch of armed, feckless white bigots. Only weeks after Trump cult members killed cops and walked through the Capitol with Auschwitz T-shirts and Confederate flags busted down doors, the gutless, spineless, vile, gutter-dwelling Republicans proved once again that in 1940 Nazi Germany, they would be on hand to pass out the towels and little hotel shower soaps. That's right, the Republican Party. I love those little shower soaps. Oh, yes. <laughs> Auschwitz Tower shower soaps, that's what they would be. They could sell them, and they would make a profit. Uh, this leaves me the question, what have we learned, Dorothy? Well, you know, the interesting thing is, is the reason that they said that they couldn't impeach Trump was because he wasn't president anymore, yet Mitch McConnell's condition for impeaching Trump was to do so only after he was president. Yeah. Which, which, made, which led to the news conference in which Mitch McConnell said... I, I don't think he, we can impeach him because he's uh, not yeah, president. I also know that I skull fucked you again. <laughs> I'm a turtle. <laughs> it's like the little turtles <laughs> crawled off, and the gullible Repo Democrats once again just. Oh, I can't understand why they lied. <laughs> well, that's what they do. Uh, but uh, my, my attitude toward this is uh, we have got to take stock of the American vermin that we have here, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, here it is, the episode of uh, we've got Off-Road Chuckers, we've got American Inc., we've got all these reality shows. I like to add to it with our Bill Show production of American Vermin. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Ah. American Vermin. <laughs> So uh, sit back, Randy, and enjoy American Vermin, which is basically a portrait of some of the Republicans who decided to uh, uh, pardon uh, 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 the uh, mass murderer-in-chief for being the direct reason why five people died. 
Uh, I believe it was one person was shot. There were two suicides, weren't there, Randy? Yeah, there was one one, one, uh, guard was bludgeoned to death. There Jeez. was that the the uh, woman that was shot yeah. coming through the window, uh, and a couple of uh, people committed suicide, and two other uh, rioters uh, died of their injuries later in hospital. So I think there's five or six total. Jesus. So evidently uh, that that wasn't enough, even though they themselves had to run away from these fucking scab heads that Trump sent to you know kill his vice president. Uh, we have a little, uh, uh, if you really want to, one of the great things about videotape and audio tape is that you have it. And ladies and gentlemen, two of the most disgusting, vile creatures to ever crawl out on rocks in the American political wilderness are going to win the award today for American Vermin. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the dulcet tones, both then and now, of Marco Rubio and Lindsey Graham. If you want to hear shit, if you want to hear fuckless, feckless... I do, I do. Dishonest, fucking lying ass cunts who don't give a shit about you, your family, all they care about is power. Have a load of this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Marco Rubio and Lindsey Graham before and after. Here it is. Presidents can't just say whatever they want. There are consequences to the words of a president. There are consequences to the words of a presidential candidate as well. You have a candidate in Donald Trump who clearly has used language that appeals to anger and in some instances has actually said to the crowd, no, let's beat this person up or let's do this or let's do that. So it shouldn't surprise us that you see a growing amount of violence at some of his events. There's only one presidential candidate who has violence at their events. The great thing about our republic is that we settle our differences in this country at the ballot box, not with guns or bayonets or violence. And you wonder whether we're headed in a different direction today, where we're no longer able or capable of having differences of opinion, but in fact now protests become a license to take violence, to take on uh, your opponents physically. This is what happens when a leading presidential candidate goes around feeding into a narrative of anger and bitterness and frustration. And uh, I think we all need to take a step back and ask ourselves, are we contributing to this? This impeachment trial, let me ask you, how many people are going to get vaccinated because of this impeachment trial? None. How many people are going to find a job because of this impeachment trial? None. How many people are going to be helped to put their kids back in school because of this impeachment trial? None. We are going to spend a week focused on something that is not going to help anyone with the thing that matters in this country the most right now. And that's a terrible thing. That's a waste of our time. What is your reaction to hearing what Donald Trump says? I'm disgusted. Well, I want to talk to the Trump supporters for a minute. I don't know who you are, and I don't know why you like this guy. I think what you like about him, he appears to be strong when the rest of us are weak. He's a very successful businessman, and he's going to make everything great. He's going to take all the problems of the world and put them in a box and make your life better. That's what he's selling. Here's what you're buying. He's a race-baiting, xenophobic religious bigot. He doesn't represent my party. Have you spoken to President Trump since the acquittal yesterday? And if so, what was his reaction? Yeah, I spoke to him last night. He was grateful to his lawyers. He appreciated the help that all of us uh, provided. Uh, You know, he's ready to move on and rebuild the Republican Party. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, dear Lady G. She's sweet. (laughs) What'd you say? 
That's what she said, what, a year and a half, two years ago? Yeah. And now she's, uh, That's she- oh, I love, I love, I love Trump. I, I always depend on the kindness of derangers. I, you know, there's never been, She's, never never could you just sit there and point. You don't have to say anything. I don't have to yell. Listen to that. Now I'm going to yell. Feckless, completely without morals, completely without yep. belief of anything. Nothing. They believe in nothing. And they will fuck you over and over again because they are vapid hacks. They are shitheads. They are venal, evil people. I'm not saying we disagree politically. No. They're venal, fucking awful people. And they're able to justify it somehow and and people believe them. uh, No, well, people are stupid. People are just fucking stupid. No one has the courage to sit there and just say, well, you know, these people are not the fucking... A lot of people say it, but it's true. I mean, if you're a Trump supporter, after all this shit, you're either... There are one or two choices. You're a bigot, which is usually the reason. Or you're a fucking idiot. You're a meatbag. You're a moron. You're a fucking idiot. You know, I mean, COVID doesn't give a shit whether you're a Republican, Democrat, communist, socialist, doesn't care. And yeah. this fucker has gotten away with killing over 200,000 American people. And these cornhole fuckers don't give a shit about anything except their position. Ooh, and they're ooh. scared. And by the way, the seven guys that stood up, and I'd never spoken in favor. Ten, the ten guy, ten, ten senators voted against. And Liz Cheney. Sen- and I've never said anything positive about yeah. Cheney in my life, but I'm saying it now. Those guys have yeah. guts. Because, you know, I mean, the, the, one of the reasons these people are scared is because these guys are violent. You know, they sell, they sell pipe bombs. They're afraid for their families. And despite that. Yeah, those ten, those ten senators are, are on a death list. Yeah. And they, they had the courage to stand up. And uh, mm-hmm. the comparisons that you hear right now about 1939 and 1940 Nazi Germany are totally apt. How does, that, Very. how does Nazi Germany happen? It happens just like this. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't realize it was happening. I was only following orders. Yeah, I was only following orders. I didn't know. I didn't know. I was only following uh, orders. Um, yeah. And can I just... You um, go. One of the one of the senators who voted against Trump, who broke away with Trump, his name was Adam Kitzinger. Yeah. Now Adam is um, he received a letter from his uh, he's a six term Illinois Republican senator. Yeah. He's a he received a letter from his family, his extended family. Yeah. And they all got together and signed it. Mm. Dear Adam, what a disappointment you are to us and to God. We were once so proud of your accomplishments. Instead, you go against your Christian principles and join the devil's army, Democrats and fake news media. How do you call yourself a Christian when you join the devil's army believing in abortion? We thought you were smart enough to see how the left was brainwashing so many so-called good people, including yourself and many other GOP members. You have even fallen 
for the socialism ideals. So, so sad. President Trump is not perfect, but neither are you or any of us for that matter. It is not for us to judge or be judged, but he is a Christian. If God could forgive and use King David in the Bible, he could do the same. He could do the same with President Trump. Franklin Graham, Robert Jeffries, just to name a few many pastors who mentioned who mentor President Trump, know that he is a believer. Obviously, you did not hear President Trump's Christmas message to the American people. Fake news media did not cover his message when he actually gave the plan of salvation, instructing people how to repent and ask the Savior into their hearts to be born again, to believe in John 3.16. When was the last time you proclaimed your faith, Adam? Oh, we forgot. You now belong to the devil's army. You won't convince us otherwise with your horrible, rude accusations of President Trump! Exclamation point. To embrace a party that believes in abortion and socialism is the ultimate sin. We should list even more grievances against you, but decided you are not worth more of our time to list them. We have said enough. You should be very pr proud that you have lost the respect of Lou Dobbs, Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram, Greg Kelly, etc., and most importantly in our book, Mark Levin and Rush Limbaugh, and us, your family. It is now most embarrassing to us that we are related to you. You have embarrassed the Kitzinger family name. We are not judging you. This letter is our opinion of you. Oh, by the way, good luck in your fundraising endeavors. Uh, we are sure and we know there are now many other good GOP and Christian supporters that feel the same way as we do. Also, very disappointed with the many other GOP that have sided with the Democrats. We should demand our money back. The following Kitzinger family members have uh, shared their names that have been added to this letter, and they've been redacted. OPS. For your information, many more family members feel the same as we do. They just didn't have the courage to sign our letter or write their own letters. Not us. We are thoroughly disgusted with you. And oh, by the way, we are calling for your uh, removal from office. I have received numerous calls concerning your actions and egregious behavior towards the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump carbon copy many conservative Republicans. Uh, PPS, President Trump has done more for the American people in four years than the rhinos, uh, something, and Democrats have done in years. That's the end. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> what is the name, what is the Sorry, name of the family? What, what's then? the name of the family? Well, it's his. His name is Adam Kitzinger. Okay, it's so the Kitzinger, it's Kitzinger family. family. I, Adam, I got a response yeah. for you. Okay, here it is. <laughs> here it is. Dear family, eat my. <laughs> oh no! Ouch! You, you dumb fucks! Seriously, Adam. Adam, let me talk to Adam. Let me talk to Adam. You, Adam, camera three, is... darling. Let me tell you. 
this is the best thing you ever did. Because imagine actually spending an entire four-hour or five-hour Thanksgiving with that collection of racist fucking meatbags and Christians. I love them. Christians. We're Christians. Oh, f- fuck you. You, you know, if Jesus yeah. would avoid, would never stop throwing up around you people. <laughs> you're just, you're baiting me, man. You're just baiting me. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, I really felt that letter was important to read. Oh, man. Man. I would view it as a badge of honor to tell you to go fuck yourself. I would advertise it. You know, and this is why I don't go back to America. I'd be dead. I'd be dead. I really would. I'd be dead. Some asshole at a bar would just fucking kill me because I just cannot sit around that shit. I just can't. I'm going to I'm going to send an email to Adam Kitzinger. Good. Saying congratulations. congratulations on finding better people to hang around with, Adam. Because yeah. your your family are just a bunch of cunts. That's what they are. They're a yeah. bunch of fucking. Well, no, I, cunts. I won't say that. I won't say yeah. that. Well, no, say that. I, I I've gone the sea yeah. route, really, and that's what they are. That's exactly what they are. They're a bunch of vile, mean, judgmental, ignorant, stop it, dumb as a fucking post cunts. Thank you. Try the veal. I'm here all week. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Try the communion. Doesn't take long for me to find my bad language when faced with jag-off bullshit like that. It's okay. It's okay, Willie. It's okay. Now, listen, there Um, is a thing I wanted to bring up before I... I, I, uh, 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 What do you want to bring up before you bring up your lunch? Bring up my lunch. I'll bring up my lunch. There is one good thing that we can say that's happened. By the way, yeah. Fox News has been sued for its um, coverage. <laughs> Smart uh, Smartmatic accused Rupert Murdoch's network of promoting false narrative in the 2020 election that damaged the company. The suit pits Smartmatic, which provided election technology in one county against Donald J. Trump's longtime favorite news outlet, and three Fox anchors, Marie Bartiromo, Lou Dobbs. Oh, by the way, Lou, no show anymore. What a fuck, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Number one, the number one uh, news broadcast on CNBC got canceled overnight. Number one. And they canceled him. And Janine Pirro, we can only fucking hope. Oh, not the judge. Not Judge Janine. Oh, here comes the judge. Here comes the judge. Hitler's psycho soccer mom. Yeah. <laughs> a trial could reveal how much oh, Mr. Dear. Trump's media backers sought to cast doubt on the election. Filed in New York State <laughs> Supreme Court, Smartmatic is going after Rupert for $2.7 billion, ladies. In addition, oh, he's got him behind the cushions and the couch. Yeah, in addition to Mr. Murdoch's Fox Corporation, Fox News, and the three star anchors, it targets, late for it, Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he doesn't have any See, money. Nah, he's not getting paid for any of his legal work either. <laughs> and Trump doesn't have any money. No, and no, no, we're done with him. Uh, Sidney Powell, lawyer, uh, who made the case for election fraud as frequent guests on Fox programs while representing Trump, uh, they're, uh, they're going to be in court 
And uh, you may have not managed to get yourself uh, impeached, but here are the civil investigations Trump faces now. And believe me, oh, yes, oh, yes. New York, the New York Attorney General Letitia James, Democrat, that's right, baby, is pursuing a civil investigation into whether the Trump Organization misrepresented its assets to secure black bank loans and tax benefits. Oh, you mean lying? Yeah, I've heard yeah. that. Yeah, fraud. Yeah, they did. They did. The assets in question include a sprawling estate in upstate New York and a golf club outside of Los Angeles. A New York Supreme Court judge mm. last month ordered the Trump Organization to turn over documents as part of its probe. A spokesperson for James's office told Reuters earlier this month that the organization compi- complied with the ruling. James has left open the possibility of the nature of the investigation could change if her office uncovers any potential criminal conduct. Ah, I think you're gonna. (laughs) There is a possibility that there might be a criminal probe similar to that which is currently being conducted. Um, Basically, we're talking major fraud. We're talking 10, 20 years in jail. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, Donnie, you're my little puppy now. Uh, You're my little puppy now. uh, Bubba's waiting. Anyway, listen, that's about all the the time for me. I'm going to let you get on with Randy's rant right after this message, ladies and gentlemen. Got a, a, Haven't I been ranting? Haven't you I have been, been ranting? ranting very well. And yeah. we're going to be back in a moment. We're going to play you a little of uh, my favorite guy, Randy Rainbow, which, you know, Randy yeah, brought Randy's in. Randy's great. That's probably the best satire I've listened to over this time. And then we'll be back with Randy's yeah. rant. We'll be with you in just one moment, guys. Bye. Hey, friends. I've got a question for you. Are they trying to terrorize our mindset? The gangs are holding them back. What's happening in DC? It beats the shit out of me. Not filling the GOP. Q is a patriot. Squadding victims 
and pushing Q and And you is an idiot. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times, because it's time once again for Randy's Rant. Hello, Randy. I do a I do a lap dance for you, Bill, but I don't think you'd ever walk again. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. He's paralyzed, sir. We don't know what happened. Uh, I'm fat shaming myself. Oh man, I just reco- I mean, I'm just recovering from the rage of of having to listen to that fucking letter. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to trigger you. Yeah, no. You know, it's so easy these days for me to hit that C word, man. <laughs> I, just, I just can't help it, man. You uh, know, and it's true. I, I said it earlier. I said, if I was back home, I'd be dead by now. Because I, I would just open my mouth. And, and you couldn't have Thanksgiving dinner. Like my, parent, oh, no. my father, yeah. No, I can't. I, I wouldn't be able to sit around. We had this guy uh, that was a relation who was like... I was like my uncle Jim. He was seems like a, a really nice guy and everything like that. But I remember the shit he said, and uh, he just didn't like, you know, didn't like the colored folk. <laughs> and yeah. it was like my, my Russian Jewish grandfather, same thing. Oh, they all came up here to Oakland from the south and took all our jobs and bought yeah. all our buildings and. Uh, no were, one ever considers how they got wrong. No one ever considers how they got in the south to begin with. <laughs> yeah, we we ne- kidnapped never, yeah. them and. Killed them all, <laughs> and then those that we didn't kill and rape, we made them work to yeah. support the southern economy. You know, I don't know. 
<laughs> if there's okay, a balance sheet, I think you get away kind of clean. Uh, what's yeah, that? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trigger you again now. Oh, God. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, I've got a, a clip here. Uh, it was actually a, a, a letter or a sermon yeah. from a North Carolina pastor. And okay. I, uh, I thought I would read this because I wasn't just going to publish it on my... Oh, really? On my page or anything. So I've read this out, and I think you will enjoy it. Okay, this so, is, uh, this is uh, you read this. Uh, where did you pick this Randy. up? Huh? Yeah. Where did you pick it up? Gospel According to Randy. Uh, gospel According to Randy, written by somebody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, he, I introduced him and everything in the He just in, nailed in, it. In, in he recording. just nailed it. Yeah, huh? I'm not going to steal his credit. No, no, or no. His, or his thunder, yeah. Okay, so, ladies and gentlemen. Play, uh, Push the button. I'll push the button, Max. Here it is. Gospel on Randy's rant. 70% of white evangelicals voted for Donald Trump. The same number that voted for George W. Bush. These are the powerful words of a Christian pastor from North Carolina named John Pavlovitz. Dear white evangelicals, I need to tell you something. People have had it with you. They're done. They want nothing to do with you any longer, and here's why. They see your hypocrisy, your inconsistency, your incredibly selective mercy, and your thinly veiled supremacy. For eight years, they watched you relentlessly demonize a black president, a man faithfully married for 26 years, a doting father and husband without a hint of moral scandal or the slightest whiff of infidelity. They watched you deny his personal faith convictions, argue his birthplace, and assail his character, all without cause or evidence. They saw you brandish scriptures to malign him and use the laziest racial stereotypes in criticizing him. And through it all, white evangelicals, you never once suggested that God placed him where he was. You never publicly offered prayers for him and his family. You never welcomed him to your Christian universities. You never gave him the benefit of the doubt in any instance. You never spoke of offering him forgiveness or mercy. Your evangelists never publicly thanked God for his leadership. Your pastors never took to the pulpit to offer solidarity with him. You never made any effort to affirm his humanity or show the love of Jesus to him in any quantifiable measure. You violently opposed him at every single turn without offering a single ounce of grace that you claim as the heart of your faith tradition. You jettisoned Jesus as you dispensed damnation on him. And yet you give carte blanche to a white Republican man so riddled with depravity, so littered with extramarital affairs, so unapologetically vile, with such a vast resume of moral filth that the mind boggles. And the change in you is unmistakable. It has been an astonishing conversion to behold a being born again. With Trump, you suddenly find religion. With Trump, you're now willing to offer full absolution. With Trump, it's 
All is forgiven without repentance or admission. With Trump, you're suddenly able to see some invisible, deeply buried heart. With Trump, sin has become unimportant. Compassion no longer a requirement. With Trump, you see only providence. And what evangelicals, all those people who have had it with you, they see it all clearly. They recognize the toxic source of your inconsistency. They see the pigmentation and party of your soul deities. They see that you aren't interested in perpetuating the love of God or, or emulating the heart of Jesus. They see that you aren't burdened to love the, at the least or be the agents of compassion or care for your Muslim, gay, African, female, or poor neighbors as yourself. They see that all you're really interested in doing is making a god in your own ivory image and demanding that the world bow down to it. They recognize this all about the white Republican Jesus, not the dark-skinned Jesus of Nazareth. And I know you don't realize it, but you're digging your own grave in these days, the grave of your faith tradition. Your willingness to align yourself with cruelty will be a costly marriage. Yes, you've gained a Supreme Court seat a few months with the presidency as a mouthpiece and the cheap high of temporary power, but you've lost a whole lot more. You've lost an audience with millions of wise, decent, and good-hearted, faithful people with eyes to see the ugliness. You've lost any moral high ground or spiritual authority with a generation. You've lost any semblance of Christ-likeness. You've lost the plot. And most of all, you've lost your soul. I know it's likely that you'll dismiss these words. The fact that you've even made your bed with such malevolence shows how far gone you are and how insulted you are from the reality in front of you but to hide to at least try and reach you because it's what Jesus would do. So, I mean, have you ever been, uh, when was the last time when you were in close contact with somebody who was like that? You oh, know, uh, a real God botherer. Uh, here in Australia. No, no, but I mean, you get into a political discussion and you're just sitting there and inadvertently say something and they say something. And you oh, go, my oh. father. Yeah, just, oh, you know, I didn't know you were that. You know, yeah. I mean, that kind of thing. Have you, well, have you yeah, ever, yeah, yeah, my father and uh, stepmother. Was it a I shock mean, she, to you? The, she was a, uh, an acolyte of uh, Rush Limbaugh. And um, well, I think he just told Was she always like that? Line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's from uh, West Texas. Uh, yeah, so she, she was always. always yeah. So even before Rush, she was violently yeah, conservative. Yeah, yeah. But then How you about look your at the father? people that voted for Mitt Romney. Um, yeah. But no, I'm asking you about, yeah. can I ask, was your father always right-wing? Um, no, he was right a, wing? a die-to-the-blue-wool Democrat. Um, so what changed? How did, I, I don't know. He voted how for did he Eisenhower. Change? He voted for Eisenhower, and his father nearly disowned him. My grandfather wouldn't speak to him for weeks when he, well, voted, Eisenhower was when he last voted for Eisenhower, decent. who I think yeah. was the better... Um, sort of uh, person to follow Truman and continue Well, it's also the fact that your was your father in the war? 
Yeah, in Korea, yeah. So he would have idolized Eisenhower. Uh, Eisenhower, yeah. But also he uh, idolized Truman. Right, okay. So, so uh, how does a person who uh, like be, you know, died in the world Democrat become uh, a, you know, a, Trump pro- a Trump guy? A Trump, a Trumpodite? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So I, I can't work out how anybody, who those 75 million people are, what were they voting for? No, but I you see, you see by looking at your father, I'm sitting there going, okay, was it being alone and with Fox News too often? Was it my mother just is rusted arrested on Fox News viewer, and she believes it oh. all. So it's in, it's on all the time. There is no other news that you're no. Out. And when I changed the channel once to watch something else, um, I got uh, you know this 80, 88 year old woman blasting shit out of me. You know. Wow. So, so it's on all the time. Yeah. yeah. Well, not not on okay. all the time, but whenever you turned on the TV, it was Fox News. Fox News, Fox News, Fox News. Yeah. And she swore I, by I it. just, I just can't. Uh, the duality makes me crazy. I, I don't understand it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, what the pastor said about moral filth. I think that if you're doing that and you're supporting this guy... And, and you're doing that, yeah. you have become, you may not know it, you have become moral filth. Yeah. Or you have become immoral. Immoral. In every way, shape, or form. And a hypocrite of the highest order, which is at the heart of a lot well, of Christianity. that's like he said in the first thing. I've got to condemn you for your, your, your hypocrisy. Yeah. You, know, you say you're one thing, and then you do the other. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's one of the things I think that you get... Why you get so mad at people like Marco Rubio and Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham? Oh, is it and, some and of these? Uh, your, your other friend, uh, um, Rafael Cruz. Um, yeah, you know, Ted Cruz. He's an but idiot. Because I mean, these. Well, what I'm saying is, is that you're. It's a new breed of people that have no morals. None. They yeah, but don't. Bishop they're, they're, Romney. Bishop Romney's come out as, you know, making sense. I have more respect for Mitt Romney than I've ever had since yeah. he was the governor of Massachusetts. Because it takes real balls to do what he's done. Yeah. He's got a fucking target on his head. I and, know. Uh, What's the shame? Yeah, no, I, I want to apologize for half the shit I said about it when he ran against Obama. Because let me tell you something. Well, that's when we started yeah, yeah. the show. Yeah, that's when we that, started that the show. That was the election we started, uh, 2012. And, you know, I mean, Mitt Romney was not my wish to be president of the United States, and I disagreed with him heartily on a whole lot of things, and I, I thought that personally he was very distant and uh, part of that 1% thing, I had no idea. But he wasn't a sleazebag. He cares about his family, and he believes his religion. Now, I think Mormonism is just short of Scientology, but yes. I got respect for you. If you believe and you walk your talk... Then I, at least I respect you. At least I respect you. When you look at people like Mitch McConnell and uh, Ted Cruz and these guys, they are beneath contempt because they don't even article. believe the shit article they that say. Trump has taken a shot at Mitch McConnell. Yeah, for being a political hack. Donald well, no, Trump. Trump got him that. A political hack four hours yeah, ago. He is. It's crazy because it. 
Well, now I'm, fuck you, Mitch, because if you you were the one who prepped this whole thing for him to get off in the first place, exactly. And now you try to dis, and then right after you skull fuck any possibility of making sure that this you know fucking zip head doesn't have, get his hands on any kind of power at all in America again, you rig it so that he can. so so that that, that we can't. And then the, in the very same day, you go, well, I also like to say that at heart, I agree with y'all. I just have absolutely no political God, morals, so no well. spine. You're creeping me out, Bill. <laughs> uh, I believe you. Mr. Turtle. <laughs> he is such a fucking scumbag. You know, I mean, he's a scum. He's vermin. Can I, can I, I play mean, something now? Yeah. We've got to leave Mitch alone. Leave, leave Brittany alone. Leave Brittany okay, alone. Okay, sorry. Um, now, I've got, you know, Ken Burns. Ken Burns yeah. is, I think, an amazing communicator. Uh, he's made, for the last 20 years, some of the greatest, most moving documentaries ever. Uh, the Civil War, right. um, the the uh, Statue of Liberty, these wonderful documentaries that encapsulate spirit and mm-hmm. uh, emotion. Uh, the one on the Civil War with the 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 voiceovers, oh, I was just so moved. Brilliant. 150 years later, I was moved. See so, the one on the Roosevelts. Did you ever see the one on the Roosevelts? The Roosevelt family, Teddy and FDR. No, I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. It's a, he did an entire uh, series of six episodes on Theodore and on Franklin. And this, uh, he talks about Roosevelt in this. I, I want to have a, a play a short excerpt from an NPR interview with Ken Burns. He actually presents oh, really well. And um, okay, he talks about FDR and he talks about uh, Trump. And I just wow. wanted to play this because I felt. Not only did I want to hear Ken Burns speak, um, because I, I so admire the man for his art, um, mm. he also just says some really profound things, including uh, about FDR. So uh, here's Ken Burns talking to uh, National Public Radio um, uh, on uh, Trump and on FDR. Okay. Ken Burns on Trump. Here it is. Ken Burns has spent his career documenting U.S. history, but the catastrophes of the Trump era, from the pandemic to the economic collapse, have him reaching back into his archives to look at how the country might move forward. In 1947, the city of New York vaccinated in less than one month the entire population, six million inoculations against smallpox. You can do that in 1947 because people were on the same page. He wrote about this in an essay for Politico, but he told our co-host Rachel that rallying Americans for a common good won't be as easy these days. I used to think that there were three great crises, the Civil War, the Depression, and the Second World War in American life. I would add this, and maybe this is the very, very worst. You sat down and started thinking through your own archive of documentaries and and about the hundreds, hundreds, thousands of interviews you've done over your long career and tried to identify some that would bring wisdom to bear right now. Where did your mind settle? Well, you know, I think that history, despite being 
the kind of litany of dark and complicated and challenging moments also makes one paradoxically an optimist. And so I wanted to include a phenomenal moment when FDR in the middle of his first term goes out to the Dakotas and goes to a in-progress Mount Rushmore in which only the heads of Washington and now Jefferson have emerged uh, from the rocks. And he says this remarkable thing. He says that 10,000 years from now, and he said, I think there will be American 10,000 years. And you think 10,000 years before that moment, human beings were living in caves, that 10,000 years from now, that they would look back and say that we had done our best. We can wonder whether our descendants, because I think they'll still be here, what they will think about us, if they will believe that we have honestly striven to preserve for our descendants a decent land to live in and a decent form of government to operate under. A phenomenal moment. Here's a guy, FDR, pampered only son in a sense of a wealthy, age-old American family who suddenly through his own personal suffering understands and develops an empathy for the suffering of others. And in some ways, I've described part of Joe Biden's biography, and it has been defined by loss and suffering, but the positive power to say, what are you going to do? You can't curl up in a ball. So let's put one foot in front of the other and we'll see what we can do. This was part of FDR's essential uh, greatness. And that optimism is at the heart of it. You can hear echoes of it in Joe Biden. Wow. That's 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 great. Yeah, uh, yeah you were talking uh, just off, off, uh, off mic with me how good it was to hear FDR. Yeah, what an orator! What a speaker! Oh, and yeah. when you think of the old old wireless that people were listening to, that voice coming out would have just been uh, gathered around this little speaker. A lifeline. It would have just been uh, moving, so moving. Yeah. And I was saying also that a lot of FDR's um, heart uh, that drove him to be a socialist, even though he was a pampered rich guy and governor of New York was the fact that Eleanor, uh, who was also rich, uh, took him to the Lower East Side and they worked in, in, in refuges and, and soup kitchens and things. Uh, and it, and it, it affected him. And when he became president, uh, it, he, he, a lot of his things were developed from Eleanor's... Uh, uh, Conscience. ...work with him. Yeah. 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 Her and, influence. And also, so, uh, also, you know, I mean, he mentions Biden in that. And I'll tell you something. Yeah. I I think that that I, you know, I, <laughs> hey, listen, I said I was very negative on Biden during the Brown mm. Very negative. But I got to say, I think that he has done an exemplary job so far. Exemplary. Mm-hmm. And there are some people who are criticizing him for not you know, I mean, things have gotten better on the COVID front almost instantly in America. Yep. His, what was it, 17 executive orders on the first day? The only thing that he's got, um, yeah, the only thing he's got to uh, uh, realize is the fact that you, you have to make it a priority to crush these Republicans. You've just got to not, yeah. well, not wait for them to say yes. And to his credit, he's not. 
You know, he's just mm-hmm. saying, well, you're going to get it whether you like it or not, Mitch. I don't care much care whether you like it. I'll talk with you, but that's it. And I like that. That's exactly what we need to do. That's what Roosevelt yeah. did. I know that where we're broadcasting to uh, has... Uh, it's snowing. He's like uh, a fucking refrigerator gone mad. I'm sitting there looking at the weather in Boston, and I'm going, holy shit. And I'm looking at uh, a friend of mine who lives in... Uh, Lives in Dorchester, in 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 Boston. Uh, stuck his camera out and just filmed it. And I sat there and went, "Oh fuck! I'm so glad I live here." <laughs> That's all I could say, man. Is yeah. it? You know. Yes, I'm we a have. Friend in Indiana. Yeah, yeah. And she's she's put pictures of of everything covered in snow and snow coming down and everything. Oh. And imagine having to deal with a COVID lock-in in that kind yeah. of weather. You know, it's just shocking, man. It's 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 really, but it's, you know, uh, yeah, it's uh, right now it's uh, in a, in uh, where I am in Castle Maine, yeah, which I think it's probably the same as you, yeah. Thirty uh, two Celsius is ninety degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, it's about eighty nine ninety degrees now. Yeah, and it's a it's a calm so, uh, kind of very hot day here in Melbourne, Australia. Yeah, beautiful blue sky. Yeah, beautiful man. I I hate to say that to you guys, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you all feel terrible for Yeah, us. take care, everybody out there. Uh, <laughs> you've obviously turned off your... You've obviously turned this off going, fucking assholes. I don't need to hear that. Yeah, I gotta, uh, yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> but... <laughs> hey, listen, I got a lot of friends there, and I love them, and I love them dearly, and all... Uh, you still got them and too. all our all our friends on this broadcast who listen to us and uh yeah. we we thank you for listening to uh we're going yeah. to we're going and to be share setting it with up your friends share it with your friends yeah, yeah share with a friend we're going to be setting up a, a finally a patreon button uh yeah patreon yeah because yeah. because we've been doing sponsorships through podbean and it hasn't worked and we're just going to put the hat out uh for the podcast we've been doing it for seven years and it's something it's it's really great for us we love doing it there are expenses every mm-hmm. now and then and if you like the podcast you might think about uh throwing us a few bucks uh but i'll yeah, let you know a, when that a happens few bucks a month yeah yeah what it, that, I'll, I'll let you know when it happens and uh if you yeah. like it great then think of us uh but listen you know i'm one of i'm one of the donors yeah i know randy's the donor <laughs> ten dollars a month u.s thank you for Whoa. thank you for being my 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 producer for seven years yeah. you probably just got you probably just buy kibble for bernie sanders the i do dog. I, I i buy i buy oh thanks a lot feed bernie sanders <laughs> ladies and gentlemen he's the socialist dog here in in, in uh, melbourne australia uh, he's a little schnoodle. I'll show. Uh, if you sponsor our show, I'm gonna get eight by tens, signed eight by tens by Bernie Sanders, the socialist dog. <laughs> For all those people. Uh, what about what about Millie, the world's smartest border collie? No, nah, no, nah, Bernie Sanders. My, Bernie Sanders, nah, the socialist Millie, dog. Millie's or Millie, you can have your pick. We'll work on that. That'd be yeah. a great thing to send out to some people if they, yeah. you know. For, Do you for, hear about that border collie that inherited five million dollars? Good way to say America. Yeah. Really? Five million bucks. Yeah. Yeah. They crazy. Well, they go. Where did they go? <laughs> How did they spend it? Well, no, it? somebody's got to take care of the dog. It's, uh, the dog's only eight, so it probably has another um, eight years to go. Yeah. But it's got $5 million to live on. 
Now my my border my border collie yeah. my border collie would invest that and turn it into tea. Yeah, your border collie would be she, she's she's smart. Your border collie would be behind a desk with a cigar going, I don't know, shell. <laughs> can we can we kill him and make some money? Good. Let's do it. <laughs> Maybe we'll the Trump the, meet again. Yeah. We're gonna see you guys, lady. We'll talk yeah. to you soon. Bye-bye. Have a good night, folks, or a good day. Uh, we love you. Bye-bye. See you, Billy. Bye-bye. <laughs>